Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. You need to move more like a doll. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Nathan Brennan. PJ Fleck talking about his culture. Unfortunately, the culture coming into question today. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, it's, it's not good for PJ Fleck. Not not totally no. bad. Uh, some disgruntled former players uh, are frustrated with the the fact that he likes the limelight, and some other um, some other guys have chimed in and said maybe they don't take care of injured players and stuff like that can get a little bit more serious. But uh, as of right now, it just looks like some disgruntled former players. Other players have stuck up for P.J. Fleck. But uh, in particular, it was one guy who transferred in from North Carolina State and then uh, ultimately didn't like the amount of playing time he got, I think. It's Val Martin. Uh, and he's just went on this, uh, you know, now that he's out uh, off the team, he went on this uh, whole tirade on Twitter, bringing down P.J. Fleck. Well, guess what? I still stand by P.J. Fleck. I'm a big <laughs> that, P.J. Fleck guy. I know you are. And I will continue to say, you know, everybody's got their grievances. I've, I've talked to former players that didn't like it. You know, I bet Tom Osborne had some guys that didn't like uh, their playing time that they that they had. Well, not Tom Osborne, obviously, because Tom Osborne's the greatest of all time. But oh, every other coach. Uh, I You know, I've talked to guys that used to play on, under Bo Pelini, were frustrated that they didn't get their mm-hmm. opportunity or their chance, and you just kind of go, yeah, well, I mean, that's major college football, and not everybody gets to play. Um, so Bobby Knight. We'll see if anything comes out of it. <laughs> Bobby Knight's quite a different story. Um, <laughs> he won. <laughs> he did win. Um, and there are, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, but, yeah, that's part of the, the frustration, I think, from some of these guys is saying that, you know, P.J., um, kind of wants all the attention for himself and, and kind of thinks it's all about himself. Well, kind of is. P.J. Fleck, I mean, Minnesota didn't win not 11 games before P.J. got there. Uh, they coming back off a, a nine-win season last year, which he thinks was uh, a bit of a disappointment because they weren't able to win the Big Ten West. But, again, remember, they did knock off Wisconsin in the final weekend to allow Iowa and Nebraska to be so important and Iowa to get the win and go on and win the Big Ten West. Uh, and I think people forget this, too. Here's here's a fun fact for you. I'll just ask you this. Where where do you think uh, Minnesota's defense ranked? Uh, just give me like a top. In the Big Ten? 50, top 25, top. In the, uh, overall. In the country. Last year? Yeah, in, in all, all these categories. Total defense, scoring defense, uh, and rushing defense and passing defense, I believe. Well, we'll just do total defense and 18th. scoring defense. 18th. I don't have it right in front of me because I put my uh, my uh, book in the other room. <laughs> it's top ten. They were they were a complete wow. top ten defense last year, and part of that is because of their obviously ball control. They didn't pass the ball at all. Um, so no, no. I mean, part of it is their their offense protected them, but still, they get a top ten defense in Minnesota is quite impressive. So. I'll stand behind P.J. Fleck. I know a lot of uh, <laughs> our listeners don't like P.J. Fleck, uh, and that's fair enough. But uh, the ticket water cooler is a P.J. Fleck show. I don't know about that. I I am very indifferent towards P.J. Fleck. If I had to decide if my best coaches in the Big Ten, P.J. Fleck would probably be number two behind maybe Ryan Day. The ability to overcome 
That was true. <laughs> See, that's my point. Person. Is when you're able to go out and say something like that, sure. Give me some PJ Fleck. <laughs> I get you fired up. And it does make you kind of sad, but Oh, uh, that is true, Jory. Texas box stands by anything anti Nebraska. That yeah, that's absolutely false. That is very yeah, true. No. I'm not All Texas right. Buck. I can be sometimes I do get called Iowa Buck, but Texas you can be Buck's SEC Buck. You can certainly be SEC Buck. Paul Feinbach, yeah, I'll be Paul Feinbach, yeah. that's true. Uh Fall from Lincoln says, tunes into water cooler, here's boxing flex praises, dies inside. Yeah, that's fair enough. As you should. Also, when you go on your Iowa rants, that can be the same way, too. I just love Iowa's brand of football. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Downtown Scott says, Bach, could you leave again? Oh, yeah. I, guess, <laughs> I, guess, I could probably go take uh, take another uh, work you know, play, work somewhere else for a little bit. Uh, but uh, in any case, I, I, I just I, I think I'm interested to see where it goes because I do. I am very impressed with P.J. Fleck and the Big Ten West, uh, R.I.P. Big Ten West, probably the last year of it coming up. We'll get year, into that here in a second. As we transition. But My I love the Big Ten West brand in Minnesota with their giant offensive line. Uh, Fits in with it. Nebraska hasn't over the last several years, and I think that's part of the problem. But right. uh, that's a different conversation for a different day. Let's do get into um, RIP divisions, basically, as we're seeing it. Uh, it kind of take away uh, as soon as they, they allowed it, so that you, you know, NCAA a couple weeks ago, probably been a month ago by now, uh, allowed it so that you didn't need to have divisions uh, in a, uh, a conference with twelve or more teams to get a conference championship game. And so the Pac-12 said that immediately. They were just waiting on pins and needles for that. Mm -hmm. Immediately, we're done with divisions. I don't believe that they've went to the 3-5-5 or pod scheme yet. I think they're still debating on how they want to move forward in the future. The SEC is doing a similar thing um, as it just seems like inevitable now that the, the divisions are going to be a thing of the past. And uh, kind of sad for me who likes the divisional format. But in any case, uh, the ACC completely going away with it and they've moved on they've made their future schedules they've decided to go with a 3-5-5 format uh, which is somewhat confusing but ultimately you get three opponents that you play year in year out and then a rotation of the other five teams which isn't a true rotation five one year and then five the next year. which isn't a true rotation i'm gonna go on a little bit of a rant right here and i'm not gonna apologize for it so when everyone says that i'm talking about virginia tech this is it, – it'll all come full circle because I'll wrap it into Nebraska and I'll wrap it into the NCAA in, in total. It's a college football discussion, it, not no, just it is. a Virginia Tech discussion. No, and it's if you're a college football fan, I don't care if you like Virginia Tech or not, you should genuinely be upset with the situation. So like you said, Bach, the ACC is switching to a 3-5-5 format, which your five opponents, they do it over a four-year stretch. You can play those five opponents in any of those two years. So you could start in 2023, play in 2026, the way that Virginia Tech lines up with Miami. They don't play for two straight seasons and then play in 2025-2026. Here's my issue, and this is why if you're a Nebraska fan, you should take note right now and you should get your tweets ready, get your pitchforks ready, get whatever you're trying Farming to light equipment. on fire. Yep. Yeah, you want to light <laughs> some on fire? Hey, listen, I didn't tell you what to do, but hey, I, I, I would understand. So the ACC... It, and I don't know if it's an ACC decision. I don't know if this comes down through the NCAA. I would assume it's the ACC, but I don't really know. So I don't even know where I'm yelling at. I'm just yelling into into dead air for all I care. So the ACC decided one of their biggest rivalries of all time, going into the Big East, is Virginia Tech-Miami. The landscape of the ACC, if you had to choose one rivalry that kind of defines the conference, especially the late 90s into the early 2000s, it would probably be Virginia Tech and Miami. Bach, you've talked about well, it. The Big, the, East, Big East. the Big East yeah. is awesome, but even when you go, when they switched to the ACC and I believe, the year 2003, 
Miami was starting to fall off. Virginia Tech was starting to hit their stride. But regardless, they were still two competent teams that were primetime television. These were night games. When you had an ACC primetime game during the week, if if Virginia Tech and Miami were playing, those were the two teams playing in primetime. And guess what? The ACC decided that the teams that Virginia Tech is going to play this year is UVA, fine. I understand that. That's probably your number one team. Then Pittsburgh. Okay, sure. I wouldn't have gone with Pittsburgh. I probably would have gone with North Carolina, but I can live with that. Maybe a Duke. I, I, listen. The problem with the Carolinas is they've got several Carolina in-state rivalries, so it's hard to, to right. jump into that. Right, which that's the thing is if you're doing UNC, I would understand. NC State, of course, and then Duke. Sure. I, I can get behind that. If, if you're giving us Pitt, fine. It is what it is. And then the ACC has the audacity – to make the third team on Virginia Tech's solidified schedule every single year, Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Defending ACC uh, runner-up, I should say. Forest, who doesn't have a rivalry with anybody, who despite last season has normally been one of the worst teams in the conference, a team that Virginia Tech over the past 10 seasons has played three times. And then you go to Miami's schedule, Louisville, Florida State, Boston College. This is just a classic example of the NCAA. I don't know if you want to blame on the ACC, NCAA. It all comes back on the NCAA, and I'm anti-NCAA, so I'll go ahead and blame them. You just find a way to kick yourself (laughs) in the foot. Every time... Virginia Tech and Miami have played every single season since 1992. 30 years and when you look at the early to late 90s, that was one of the biggest rivalries in college football. I don't care which way you slice it. Well, and it's just, it's it's more so, I mean, and, and there's, I, I think it was, uh, they're breaking up some other rivalries. Uh, I think they it are. was uh, Wake Forest and North Carolina State or something. It went back to like 1912 or something, which is a much longer It's longer. Rivalry. I don't know if it has the prestige, but, but right. much longer. And this is the ACC. This is what they do. But the other point is, you know, this was, this is like, for having and, and I know Miami has been independent before, so like the Big East, this is somewhat recent if you, if you call like the last forty years recent. But in any case, that that's like you know that's that's the team that you come over with. That's like if Nebraska came to the Big Ten with Missouri, which was once uh, thought to be a possibility, right. or Kansas State, and then they go to the three three five or three five five model and say, yeah, that's not one of the teams. It's like that's that's part of the lineage, the history. And the tradition, the, the tradition and yeah. rivalry um, that is across conferences now. And so that's that's kind of cool. I suppose Pittsburgh's somewhat in that in that category, too. So that's where you get it. But it's not it doesn't have no. the important primetime game. That's what we talk about with Nebraska and Iowa or Wisconsin developing that rivalry. And can it ever be Oklahoma? Well, Probably not because you're going to need both teams to be in the top ten playing each other to go to the Orange Bowl for the which is the reality to have the same stakes. And so, like I know Virginia Tech and Miami have seen better days, and um, you know, so maybe that wouldn't happen either way if you're playing into the future. Though Miami's done a great job putting their their coaching staff together, Um, and I think they'll be back uh, relatively shortly. Virginia Tech hasn't done a terrible job either. Right, but you have to. Admit it's not Mario Cristobal, it's sure. Not Mario Cristobal. Hey, well. Uh, and uh, and the dis- not Manny Diaz. For crying out loud. 
<laughs> has it literally is the head coach of Temple and quits after like two weeks to be the head coach of Miami. What Miami was thinking, Lord only knows. But here's my question, though, Bach. 402-464-5685. I know you guys aren't enraged as I am, but you give it time because Nebraska is next. The Big Ten is next. And I know you can ask Nebraska fans, and we talked about this, Bach, and I'm curious what the, what the listeners think, too. If you had to pick three, who would it be? Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin is probably the three that I would go with, probably the three that you would go with. I'm telling you right now, the Big Ten and the NCAA isn't going to do that. So you better have a backup because they are going to find a way to screw this up. I don't think it's the NCAA that you should be mad about in this case. I think I'm this, always mad at the well, NCAA. Well, I understand that, but I think this was the ACC uh, making this decision and making it work. And, you, and it's difficult. You have to admit, you've got uh, all these teams. You've got to try to make everybody happy. Everybody wants to play. You know, like like when when they do this. I, I know you said this off air. You want Nebraska to play Ohio State. Everybody wants, I do. Nebraska, everybody wants Ohio State, though. Not everybody's going to get their wish into playing uh, one of those you know, primary competition. I think for Nebraska, too, the other thing is in the Big Ten, if you break off these if, – if they go to the 3-5-5 and they choose – Which they probably will. Left out, which they probably will. They might do pod systems. It might be a little different, but divisions probably seems like it's not going to happen anymore. The – the, the the idea that Nebraska's but Nebraska just can't be that upset because you don't have these long standing rivalries. If they were still in the Big Twelve, and so this is basically, and I don't know if I don't think uh, Miami Virginia Tech is quite on the level historically as Nebraska Oklahoma was when they. Split I would agree it. with you, but I, I mean that, I, that's where I think I can feel for your outrage is when the Big. 12 uh, or big eight at the time welcomed in uh, Texas and, and Texas Tech and all those teams from uh, the Southwestern Conference and split Nebraska and Oklahoma so they'd never no longer be playing every year. And you still got the matchups at times. There was, you know, the, the uh, uh, Black 41 flash reverse and stuff like that, but it wasn't a yearly basis. The whole idea behind this is that you're going to be playing everybody more often. So you'll still play Which is Miami fine. every year. C- consider this North Carolina and Wake Forest played a non-conference game last year. <laughs> Do you remember that? They played a game where two ACC yes, opponents, right. because they're in-state and they just weren't getting matched up with the divisional scheme enough that they said, you know what, screw it. We're going to play a non-ACC game against an ACC opponent. And it doesn't really make any sense, which but is that's a- what they did because they were frustrated with the scheduling, which is part of the reason why people mm-hmm. are want to scrap divisions and move toward this because it's going to give you more fresh matchups. Um, which uh, is fine. Often. So it's not it's not completely bad here, this new format. Listen, I, I'm with you on that. I went to I was at school for five football seasons and I never got to see one was a COVID year, but it still applies. I never got to see Florida State come to Virginia Tech. And that was that was one of the games I always looked forward to. I'm with you. I understand the five five format. You want to see everybody more. It gives fans reasons to to buy tickets. Um it, it makes for exciting matchups. But those three games, you cannot screw up. And this is just classic ACC, classic NCAA. And I'm telling you right now, Nebraska's next. And we have a couple texts, too. Uh, Froff says, Indiana, Rutgers, and Maryland. So you want to hear Nebraska. Well, <laughs> from, from a winning standpoint, yeah, sure. But that's part but, of it, too, is they have to balance out more than just 
What's going to sell tickets? What's going to be what's going to make there's this tradition that goes into well, it. Right. But part of it has to be if you're going to do this year in and year out, you're trying to make it. The idea is to make it more fair because the divisional crossover right. opponents, we do it every year. Oh, who's got the weak crossover matchup? And oftentimes, it's probably Nebraska this year. But last year, you got to think it's the perfect storm, because then when you have it the opposite way, Nebraska has the toughest schedule in the country but i'm saying if you want to sell tickets you do you know you, you give nebraska michigan ohio state and iowa well that's great but if if illinois <laughs> is getting northwestern and purdue and maryland then it's not an equal like long-term no. schedule so that's why the jokes like i get it is, is you, you, you you try to put up some w's i don't know if there are any scheduled w's for nebraska at this point um but uh you know i i think in the future I, I think that the acc Kind of had to protect your primary rival, which was Virginia. Um, they did. And they, they did, did that with Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, Duke, all the important rivalries. Um, UNC Duke is in there. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, so, but you're not going to get the all the, your favorites. So I think that for, somewhat to prepare for it, if you're a Nebraska fan and you're thinking, well, Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota, that makes sense for a pod if they go to the pod system, I think, to a degree. Although I, I still think that's a little bit maybe more competitive um, of a pod than than what they actually might lay out. They might throw in a Northwestern or, or, or Illinois in there or something. Um, but in any case, uh, I, I think to be prepared not to get your ideal. You Iowa, have Wisconsin, to be after Minnesota. seeing this. You have to be. Yeah. And I and listen, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan. That's a tough slate every single year. But I guess it's not too much different outside of uh, Michigan when you look at the. Um, Big Ten West. Uh, Texter also says Nebraska is the other team's W. If you're that is true. Nebraska right now but, is part of the butt end of that joke on the other side. That is true. But I understand you wanting wins, but I'm telling you right now, if you got rid – I think Iowa is a lock. I, yeah, I yeah. don't think the Big Ten is dumb enough Although to get from, rid of Nebraska-Iowa. From Iowa's side, if you do this, remember, Iowa's got a trophy game with everybody. <laughs> like Wisconsin, that Minnesota, Nebraska. That is true. Um, so, I mean – it, it's, it's I don't think they get rid of that because that's your rivalry it's a week border matchup, rival, yeah, right? Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, they'll probably get rid of, rid of Wisconsin, which I'm fine with. <laughs> See, I'm but as, as a fan, died. as a fan of college football, as a fan of Nebraska, now I understand that rivalry is dead. I still want to see him play Wisconsin every year. I do, and that might just be the college football fan of me. But I think that will be complete garbage when they get rid of that game and they give them who instead, like Illinois, because essentially that's what that's what the Big Ten's going to do. They're going to give you a random school they like a Wake Forest hey, for Virginia Tech. They might Tech. do it better than the ACC because the ACC they might they are. Generally, well, the Big Ten also well said they together. weren't going to play during COVID, and then created that entire nonsense. Right, so right. let's not act like the Big Ten is geniuses over yeah, here. Yeah, well, I'm just talking about TV deals, They're right? Doing pretty well there, but I just—they're going to do something dumb, and it's going to drive fans crazy. So I'm just letting Nebraska fans know, as someone that's completely lost their mind and already gone crazy, it's—it's <laughs> it's it could happen, happen to you. It could it's, happen to you. It, not only it could, it will. What's worst case scenario that they do get Ohio State? I think it'd be cool to get Ohio State if you're in, in your three. I don't know. It, it's it's just it's tough, it's fascinating though. to see what they do because you can't because Michigan are they going to give them Ohio State and Michigan State? You have to. You have to. But then you also have to. I mean, you have to give them a layup there. Nebraska doesn't fit in that. So if so they go to pods, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, if they do just three, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of there's a lot of math that fits in there. But in either case, again, 
like somebody said on the text line, I think we've played Maryland twice since they've joined the Big Ten. Even mm-hmm. worse is that, like, Indiana was already in the Big Ten. This isn't like Maryland joined two years afterwards. Right. I think they've played Indiana twice. I call Indiana the anti-rival because <laughs> there's just been no interest in putting Nebraska They'll and Indiana do it. on the field. That is it then, right there. That's <laughs> who that's they're going to give them. That's going to be the third. So. It's going to be Iowa, Northwestern, and Indiana. <laughs> Telling you right now. Someone write that down. Yeah, That's we'll, going to be we'll the see. three teams that Nebraska gets. We'll see. Maybe the Big Ten, and, and a lot of people want at least, in the very least, everybody to be on the same system, right? Um, although the Big 12, when they're expanding, they can't do the round robin anymore. They're going to have to do something right. like this. Right. Um, so the idea is to get everybody playing on the same field, the same system. But maybe the Big Ten is just like, what does what the SEC does, which is, yeah, we'll go to nine conference games. Oh, you guys all went to nine conference games? We're sticking to eight. Maybe the Big Ten will be like, yeah, push it forward. Big Ten West forever. I don't. I hope so that would be. A, that's the thing. That's why I'm so frustrated too. Because I loved the ACC Coastal. I thought it was oh, awesome. Coastal chaos. Coastal yeah. chaos was awesome because you would have a game at the end of the year, two teams eight and three, and it's like, okay, whoever wins this is going to be representing the ACC. Yeah. There was one year I think it was Virginia Tech and UVA were seven and four. Going into rivalry week, the winner went to the ACC, the ACC championship. Don't get me wrong. It was UVA, which really sucked. And it was the first time in like 14 years they'd beat them. But that's awesome. I want a team that's not very good representing the ACC every year. <laughs> that's why the Big Ten West is great. Nebraska, it, it, unfortunately, this is probably the last season it could happen. Nebraska could win nine games this year. And I genuinely believe if that happens, they will represent the Big Ten West. Screw it. It's awesome. And if you get pummeled by Ohio State, who cares? Yeah, I mean, I, I but I mean, this is this is the direct. The Big Ten's maybe the best, along with the ACC, who's is kind of one sided there division wise as well. Um, is the best reason why you go away from division. Unfortunately, yeah. the Big Ten West has not won one. I mean, it started, <laughs> this is twenty fourteen. They started. History. It's twenty twenty two now, and they've not won or and hardly are competitive against the Big Ten East champion, which is, uh, like, again, I've said it all along, it has been it was built unfair. It's not like... But there's always that surprise. one school that breaks the mold. Pittsburgh last year. You get a pe- <laughs> you get a Kenny football, Kenny Pittsburgh. Yeah, as long as they change the mold. and Florida State are down and you play Wake Forest in the championship game, <laughs> then, yeah, maybe you can break See, the mold. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so next year when... Mm, I'm trying to think. Who's the Big East team that I want to... Or the Big Ten East school that I want to use? What's a, what's a random Big Ten East school? Penn State? Nah, that's not no, random that's enough. too good. I want someone... Indiana. Indiana, there you All go. All right, Indiana-Nebraska, Big Ten championship <laughs> game. Give me Nebraska. Would we even hang a banner if you, you win that? If you beat Indiana Hell yeah! For the Big Ten no, Does listen. If, if you're Nebraska and you're ten and two, screw it. Put up a national championship banner. Why not? <laughs> UCF can hey, do it. No, UCF no, 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 can no. Do it. That's not where Nebraska's fallen to. Not quite that far. Ah. We still. They've actually won national championships, so they're not going to fake any <laughs> like, like Texas A and M does down there. I still can't believe adding that. A bunch of them. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Ridiculous. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will be joined by Brian Munson of On3. We missed him yesterday on his usual Tuesday time slot, but Wednesday, he's prepared to go today. So we'll get back with Brian Munson here coming up next on the Ticket Water Cooler.